Sky Sports Radio combined with Harness Racing New South Wales brings you On The Pace for your daily dose of news and tips. Yes, welcome to On The Pace on this Thursday morning. The countdown's really on now towards Group 1 racing in New South Wales. We have the Newcastle Mile tomorrow night with Lock and Varite and Turn It Up heading proceedings there when it comes to the market. And straight away, we switch attention the next day, Saturday night from Tabcourt Park, Menangle, where we have the Chariots of Fire for the four-year-olds, as well as the last opportunity for the Mayors to qualify for the Ladyship Mile and the New South Wales Oaks Heats as well, of which there are three in total. We had two meetings yesterday. We had Tamworth and also Bathurst. Tom Ison uh, swept Tamworth by storm yesterday, driving five winners on the card. So we basically gave next to no one else a chance. There was eight races, but he was able to salute in five of them. And Bathurst last night, Amanda Turnbull had a driving double, including aboard her own pace, Elmer's Image, who broke through after a bit of a run of out. So he was back in the winner's circle. And Chris Frisbee trained a double. He, he trained the last two winners on the card, including a two-year-old on debut by the name of Our George Boston, rated 157 and 8. Phoebe Betts took the reins on this son of betting line and Betting lines off to a very, very smart start as a stallion in the Southern Hemisphere. We saw him have a winner at Newcastle last week, so then he had a winner at Bathurst last night, and he also had a winner of the Group 1 Sales Classic Heat uh, over in Perth early this week as well. So betting line, a son of better's delight, having his first few starters step out, and they're certainly making a good impression early on. Speaking of the Newcastle Mile, there has been an early scratching with Where You've Been Boppin' coming out, which has uh, left a pass for Pitch Perfect to take his run in that Group 1 feature. So Where You've Been Boppin' out, Pitch Perfect in. And in terms of early market moves when it comes to uh, the feature races across the weekend, Turn It Up is well tried in the Newcastle Mile. He opened up at $5. He's now into three sixty ish whereas Lock and Varat's been 130 out to 145 And in the Chariots, they've basically left the top two alone, Expensive Ego and Zeus Bromac, whereas Minstrel, Stylish Memphis, Boots Electric, Will the Wizard, they've all been well supported in when it comes to that race. That is getting more and more open in terms of the market. As the days go by, Kerry Ann Morris is our guest this morning for On the Pay. She's going to have a very, very busy few days. She's well represented at Penrith tonight, Newcastle tomorrow, and also Tabcourt Park, Menangle on Saturday night as well. Thanks for your time this morning, Kerry Ann. And is uh, that a true description? It looks like it's a busy time at the moment. It is very busy, and thanks for having me on, Britt. But um, we're, we're really lucky we've got good staff that can um, can manage manage this for us. So, um, yeah, no, looking forward to the next few days. It's been a good start to the season, plenty of winners. How big is the team at the moment? Because it seems each meeting you step out at, there's a, a fair number heading to the races. So I would assume the numbers overall are pretty high at present. Yeah, the numbers are pretty high and they um, they keep coming and, and going. But, um, yeah, no, at the moment we've got a, a lot of new faces in the in the stable, which um, we're really looking forward to, to building a building a bit of a fresh team and um and yeah they've we've been trialing a few and we'll see a few more at the races very shortly i wanted to ask you about a trialer yesterday he had a, quite a few step out at the trials i noticed i can run was back there Eurobeat is a horse who certainly has sparked many's interest was beaten a little way in the trial yesterday but he looks to be a horse judging by the raps that he had in New Zealand that could go on and do some pretty good things. What was, I guess, the team's vibe around his trial yesterday and particularly around expectation for him over the next little while? 
Yeah, I think um, I think we, we were, me and Rob were both very happy with his trial. Um, I know he did get beaten a little way, but um, he had a little bit of trouble getting to Australia. Um, he was brought um, several weeks ago, and his kind of weight in New Zealand has probably put a bit of a halt into um, his season so far. So, um, but yeah, as I said, we, me and Rob were quite happy with enough with his trial, and he's only really been on on Australian soil for probably the last three weeks, and um, we're probably a little bit behind the eight ball with him. Um, but we're we're looking forward for the next few weeks and and to see which direction we go with him. Is a plan still to maybe target the derby or is that being put on the back burner and he'll have some other targets later in the season now? Uh, we have to speak with the owners at the moment. Um, as I said, uh, really going into a derby, you would really like to have had a race start and, and um, you know, been a little bit more forward. So I think that's a discussion we need to have in the next week and, um, and then yeah, we'll move on from that. It's a good time of year to be busy and have plenty of starters because your stable in particular always comes to the fore this time every year with Team Teal. I know that you're not able to drive at the moment, but the team's still flying the flag when it comes to the colours out on track and in the background, no doubt you're doing plenty when it comes to Team Teal. It's become something pretty special hasn't it and yourself as an ambassador once more this year I'm sure that each and every starter that goes out you're a little more keen for them to perform at their best so that some much needed funds can jump into the kitty hopefully. Yeah we're always more than happy to help um, for Team Teal it's a really good cause and comes around every year and um, yeah as I said at at the moment I'm I'm unable to drive but Robert's happy to um, to put the colours on and, and, and Josh when we have a runner, when we have a couple of runners in the race and, um, yeah, just to be able to earn extra money to, to be able to put towards the research is, is a really good cause. Yeah, absolutely. Let's have a look through your runners tonight, the first of which is in race number two at Penrith at 6.33. The raconteur is a lightly raced horse who's second up into this preparation, only a three-year-old. What did you make of the first up performance? Because they ran pretty solid time. So for a three-year-old having his first start in that preparation early in the season, 154 and a piece around Newcastle isn't mucking around. No, I wasn't unhappy with his run at all at Newcastle. He did a lot of work early. The first quarter was quite quite slick and um, he was outside probably three wide doing it all so um, he's pulled up really well from it. He's going to go to Penrith back to Penrith tonight and um, yeah he's a horse that you know I think will, he will go on to um, to race in better races so yeah just stepping stones at the moment for him but yeah we're, we're happy with where he's at. And a tricky gate on paper, two out there and five with a bit of speed to your inside and outside. Race number four, you're duly represented here in the Team Teal Pace. 7.36, pay me overs. Josh will take the reins aboard and uh, Robbie is aboard Bailey's Night, who's the most favoured of the pair. But in terms of barrier draw, pay me overs certainly has the wood on the stable mate there. But Bailey's Night, this looks like a pretty winnable contest, has been racing well in good company for a little while now. So this does look like a drop back in grade. It is a drop back in grade, but it's over the 17.20, which barrier 10 around Penrith um, could into that that hope. But um, pay me over, she's been racing really well and um, she's been very consistent. So... She's probably got the better draw, and um, but yeah, you, you never know what will happen. 
You've got two debutantes to close out the card in races seven and eight. First things first, Kiss on the Beach is a filly by some beach somewhere who's obviously taken a little bit of time because looking at her, uh, I guess, form report, she's had plenty of trials. Is that the case? She's definitely had plenty of trials. Um, she has a little bit of a mind of her own, but um, the owners have been very patient with her. And tonight, even though it's not an overstrong race, we're, we're more concerned to go in there and um, just wanting her to go around and do everything right. And, and um, she'll, she'll really benefit from that. So, um, yeah, just really wanting to watch her and, and, and hopefully she, she can put a right foot forward. That last trial, last Wednesday at Menangle, the form from that trial has already stood up with Kingmaker coming out and winning earlier this week. So for a maiden three-year-old filly, she probably rated just a tick over 155 herself. Once she puts her mind to it, it looks as though she'll win in her fair share of races. Yeah, she's definitely um, she's definitely got ability, but it's um, in, a, in, a header, in her head at the moment. She, she needs to put her right foot forward, so... Um, yeah, as I said, if, if she if she does do everything right, she'll probably be there in the finish, but um, it's more about learning for her tonight. We'll keep an eye on Kiss on the Beach over the next few weeks and months. Africana goes around in the two-year-old. She's a filly by Art Major, and I know that the team has been quite forward in the last few years of getting the babies and focusing on that part of the business, and this filly looks to be a nice, tight, going forward to a few of the bigger races. She qualified at Menangle back in late January, and I noticed she went back to Penrith uh, a fortnight or so ago, just in the educations, it looks like. So she's got plenty of miles under her belt, it would seem, for this first-up performance. What are the team's expectations around her, and what opinion do you have of her? Uh, we really like this little filly. She's um, she's just a real neat package, and um, the barrier draw is probably not going to suit her so much tonight um you know with babies being in the race you've got to really fingers crossed that they all do everything right and and um and we hope that we do everything right but um she seems to be a really nice filly and going forward and um if she gets a bit of luck in the run she um should definitely be there at the finish is there a big team of babies in the team at the moment that we'll see stepping out over the next few weeks and months and both paces and trotters um, yeah, we definitely um, we definitely do try to focus on our babies, and um, you know sometimes they they whittle away at this time of the year when when you know you put a bit more pressure on them. But we've still got a few coming through um, to get to the trials and and to get to the races yet, and um, and even the trotters. So we've got a couple of nice trotters that will they've had a couple of trials, but um, they'll race on probably in the in the next month or so, and. Um, when the two-year-old races try to start. And, um, yeah, really looking forward to them because um, they look like they're going to hopefully at this stage um, be something all right. Well, last year you had Aldebaran Ursula and she did a fantastic job. So they've got some uh, big shoes to fill from that perspective. Saturday night, these Group 1 race nights, it's what everybody targets and you've got quite a strong hand when it comes to the meeting on Saturday night with five or six runners by the looks of things. The first of which is Fear Cruising in the opener. Now, I saw he went up at $26 and I was quite keen on this horse's chances. In terms of his last start effort, his sectionals were fantastic. He's racing super well. So is there an expectation that he's going to run a good race there on Saturday night? Is he over the odds at this stage? 
I would probably suggest though he's he's a really nice horse um, going forward. He he does have a little bit of a mind of his own. Um, he has does like to think that there's things on the track that might not actually be there. So um, he he is a horse that I think is going to really go through his grades and probably eventually make it to the free for all grade. But um, he's we've taken our time with him. He's had a few little excuses along the way, but. Um, I, I do really like this horse and have a lot of time for it. Do you think that the 2300 metres suits him any better than the mile trip? And he finally comes up with a nice draw. He hasn't been overly blessed in that respect of late either. Um, both me and Robert are very happy with him. He, We have tried to lead on him a couple of times at Menangle and he, he just doesn't seem to, to suit him at this stage um, of, his, of his career, but um, he's shown that he's had good speed there as well. So he's very versatile and, as I said, he's, he's a big stallion and he, he needs a lot of lot of cuddling and care at the moment. But um, I think, yeah, he's, he's definitely a horse that's going to that's gonna race on. In the Oaks heats, you've got two fillies going around, the first of which is what's your secret in the opening heat. Looks like the strongest heat on paper as well with Tough Tilly engaged. But... Tell us about this filly. She was last start fifth in the size stakes at Alexandra Park on New Year's Eve. So in terms of form for these three-year-olds, it doesn't get a lot stronger than that. We haven't seen her under trial or race conditions. So where's she at as she heads towards the Oaks, hopefully? Yeah, her work has been good enough. Um, this is a very strong, strong race. Um, and over the 2,400 at Menangle can be really grueling on some of these horses that haven't raced over the distance um she's she's obviously raced against some of the better horses in new zealand and um but being first up here in australia you it'll be um one to watch but we're, we're happy with where she's at Mahamita goes around in the second of which and she takes a big step up in terms of later on in the night the group three keystone del trotters free for all you've got two runners here once more agent maori and gold sovereign they're very consistent types but this is a pretty strong race for them yeah this is a strong race for them and um they'll be happy to go around and hopefully um hopefully keep up but you never know these trotters sometimes um trotters can make make mistakes and um you know, they're, they're horses that should should hopefully do everything right and um, and they'll, they'll try their best. Exciting times with the big races and best of luck over the next few days. Before I let you go, there must have been a very happy Robbie Morris when he received the call-up to drive Minstrel in the Chariots of Fire on Saturday night. I'm sure he can't wait to get out and amongst it. Yeah, no, he's um, Robbie doesn't really say too much. Oh. I know that that probably sounds a little bit <laughs> odd. He doesn't really say too much about about his drives, but um, you could tell he was a little bit happier that he's, um, you know, been put on a horse that's, that's just won a won a golden nugget. So, um, yeah, no, looking forward to it and hope wishing him all the best with it. Yeah, 100%. We wish you all the best too over the next few days and weeks. Carrie ann thanks for the time this morning and best of luck uh, tonight at Penrith. No worries. Thank you. 
Kerry-Ann Morris there this morning and the team is certainly uh, very large when it comes to numbers there at the moment at Lucky Lodge but they're churning out the winners and as she mentioned plenty of new Kiwi imports a few of which we're going to see over the next few days. What's your secret could be a filly to watch if her New Zealand forms anything to go by and aside from that there's still a few runners that have been around for a little while that are continuing to tick away very nicely and the uh, Lucky Lodge team is certainly one that keep the ball rolling when it comes to New Zealand imports. Have to stay on top of them, but it's good to see that. In terms of racing tonight, just the one card, Penrith tonight, of which we have nine races, the first of which gets underway at 6.03. Fred Hastings will be back tomorrow morning to preview all things Tabcourt Park Menangle and no doubt have a chat about the Newcastle Mile, which is to be run tomorrow night. Best of luck to all connections involved over the next few days and no doubt Fred will steer us into a winner tomorrow morning.